Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. This week, we are going to be talking about insecurities because everyone's got them and I feel like we don't do enough to talk about them. So... We're going to open up the conversation. So we got this idea because we were asking you guys on Instagram. So if you don't follow us, then make sure you go do so. Our at is at according to. And we were asking you guys, what do you, what do you want to hear from us? And we saw this idea and we were like, you know what? This is a good idea because not only do me and Sierra have insecurities we can share with you guys, but we're also then once we, fi- once we picked the idea, we asked you guys to share some of your insecurities. So hopefully... Later on in the episode, we'll be able to share some of what you guys said. It'll be done so anonymously, but just to kind of make sure everyone knows that everyone has things that they aren't fully comfortable with about themselves, whether that be physical, which is probably mostly what we'll be talking about in this episode, but otherwise, like, you know, it could be a personality trait that you have that you don't love. You know, there's different things that people struggle with and that you might work on fixing, and we're going to just be talking Mm -hmm. about all that today. I'm also excited to do it because when I was reading through the ideas Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, doing episode about insecurities, I was like, I don't want to talk about what I'm insecure about. You know, like, no one wants to share what makes them insecure because then they're like, well, if people know what I'm insecure about, like, they're going to start noticing more. Yeah. But I think that by verbalizing it, it does a good job of showing, like, everyone that responds usually is like, I've never noticed that about you, so, like, don't worry about it. And I think that it helps you realize, like, okay, I might be a little bit dramatic, um, so we're just going to cover it all. So we'll be sharing our insecurities, some stories kind of related to that because, with insecurities, I feel like a lot of them have backstories that helped build up that insecurity. Yeah. So, talk about some of those for us. Talk about some insecurities from Reddit, some examples from you guys, like Megan said, and just really running through it all. I'm going to be answering some questions that we have that we thought of that would be good to talk about. But before we do that, our weekly spotlight this week is mostly going to be, since we have the same weekly spotlight, um, we're going to be recapping the Jonas Brothers concert that we went to last week and just talk about that. And it'll probably take up a good section of the beginning of the podcast, so it's going to be like a little story time. Yeah, so I had an absolute blast. If you guys have been either listening to the podcast, I'm sure I've mentioned it, or watching our YouTube, I have said, since they went on tour, which is the Happiness Begins tour, with their whole comeback, I'm like, I really want to go to one of their concerts. And so I was originally thinking I'd probably go to one in Chicago, just because that's, you know, only a few hours from Iowa City. But the one show that they did in Chicago that I was maybe planning on going to was, like, the day that we had one of our exams and I wouldn't have been able to drive to it in time. So I was like, shoot, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. But who found the one in Omaha? Okay, well, we've been keeping tabs. Yeah, so I actually noticed when I went to Omaha for my Creighton interview, our hotel was right next to the center where the concert was. And so they had signs being like, Jonas Brothers, December 4th. And I was like, kind of like, maybe. Like, that might work, but then I was kind of like, that's, like, right by finals time, and, like, I was just being dramatic because, obviously, like, that's two weeks before finals, so, like, it doesn't we really <laughs> matter. But, so, Wednesday, we woke up, we actually, we actually, <laughs> we actually thought we had a physics exam that Wednesday, so we were going to go take that and then leave, but we ended up getting the days mixed up, and our exam was not, was not Wednesday, it was the following Friday, so we went to class still because we had to take a pop quiz that counts for attendance. And then after that, our class was done by 10.20. We 
went back to our apartment, packed all our stuff up, and headed out, and began the long drive to Omaha. I'm being a little dramatic, but um, four hours, actually it was more like five hours that me and Sierra had to drive because we had to go out of the, out of the way a little bit to get Maggie from Ames. It's a lot of driving for me, personally. Mm-hmm. I, think I mean, that was... we split it both ways because I don't think either of us wanted to drive five hours, you know, there five hours yeah. back. I preferred that anyways, so. Me too. Um, we actually only didn't, we didn't know Maggie was coming until the week before because Thanksgiving break, we're obviously all home, uh, filming, and I think we're in the car listening well, to Well, me and Sierra also didn't finalize our plans to go until Thanksgiving we were break sure, either. Though. We were like, we're going, but we hadn't bought tickets yet. We hadn't booked a hotel yet. And it was like the concert was less than a week away at this point pretty and much. And we're like, we should probably buy stuff. Yeah. So uh, we were listening uh, to the Jonas Brothers in the car with Maggie. And she knew that we were like really like going to go. We just hadn't bought stuff yet. And she was like, I kind of want to go. And Megan and I are like, if you want to go somewhere with us, we're like, pay your way. Come on. Like, let's go. So we were like, come, like, come with us. And she was like, I'll think about it. And then I think that it was either the next day, it might have been the next day, or like a couple of days later when you're we recording again, we mentioned going again, and she was like, I really want to go, or we might be, maybe we were like listening to their songs in the car. I don't we're, know. Yeah. Are we getting our timelines a little mixed up? Basically, Maggie wanted to go. Maggie was like, I want to go, and so we were like, go, and she's like, I think I'm going to try and go. So she was Checking trying to schedule. figure out what her schedule was, making sure that she could skip class on Wednesday, and so... Yeah, she was like, okay, I'm skipping class on Wednesday. <laughs> and then Thursday, she said that her class was, like, not mandatory or something. I don't know. That's what she said. But uh, so she didn't have to worry about her classes either. And me and Sierra made it work with our classes. And we were just like, all right, perfect. We're yeah. all going to go. So uh, Megan's the one that drove from Iowa City to Ames. And we picked Maggie up. And she had all of her stuff. And then we stopped for Chick-fil-A, had some lunch. It was a good time. And then I went from Ames to Omaha, which is actually my first time driving to Omaha. Um, obviously, like, I've been to Omaha, but I hadn't driven there before. And I was, like, kind of nervous when we, like, got in the city. I don't like driving places that I've never driven before, so that kind of, like, stresses me out. Makes but, me nervous. Um, it was really easy because our hotel was right off of the interstate, and so I didn't have to drive too much into the city. Um, and our hotel was connected to the convention center, which was a little bit pricier, but I think it was worth it because we literally just, like, got ready, went to the skywalk, walked mm-hmm. across into the concert, and... The Skywalk entrance, like, Yeah, it ended up being so much better than seats, we could have thought. Like, the section that we were in, our seats were, like, literally the first, the first section. entrance. Yeah. From, like, where we went in. So, pretty good It was timing. really good, really convenient. Like, I remember we walked in, we are like, okay, what? Where's section where 223 or section at? And we looked up, and it's, like, it was right there. I will say, though, we had seats that were super high up because there weren't that many options I also left learned an affordable how price. nosebleeds got their name because we didn't know that before because we had, like, nosebleed seats. Which, maybe I'm dumb. I'll admit, like, why I thought it was called nosebleeds. I'm sure everyone else probably does know Okay, well, if are. you don't know, then, like, let me enlighten you, because I didn't know. It's because it has to do with, like, you're so high up and far away that, like, it's high altitude and, like, your nosebleeds at a high altitude. And I thought it was an ironic statement <laughs> saying, like, oh, when you're close up, like, you could get... <laughs> so you thought nosebleeds get... were used when you were, like, right next to the stage. Yeah, I thought it was, like, ironic. Like, if you were that close up, there's, like, you know how, like, in a mosh pit scenario... People, like, get pushed around and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I thought I was referring to, like, oh, you get, like, a bloody nose in, like, a mosh pit. So I thought it was always being used ironically, <clears throat> and it's not. So. Yeah. That's so, my dumb moment of... Mikey you know, actually like, is the one that enlightened us on that, and she's like, I made that up, even though she's probably heard that before, because I doubt she just made that up on her own, although it's not that hard of a connection to make. But I also didn't know why they are called nosebleeds either, so I guess we both learned a little something. 
but we got to our hotel at probably four or just past four or something, and the doors opened to the convention center at six, but we decided we were going to go in at like 6.30, I think, and so we had like two and a half hours that we had to kill, and also if you watched our vlogs, um, you can tell that I was a little under the weather that whole trip because after Thanksgiving break, I just got like hit by a truck or something. I got a cold, which I realized that my dad and older sister Haley also ended up getting and Sierra did not. I don't know why, but I had like the stuffiest nose. It was runny. I, my skin was the worst. Like it was just, my skin was so dry and gross. And I was like, you know, there are parts of the drive where I was like, I'm feeling pretty good. But then like there's parts where I just like had tissues like shoved up my nose because does anyone else do that? I know, because I, I feel like, like, I always, if I have a stuffy nose, not stuffy, if I have a runny nose, I literally just, like, shove a tissue up my nose because I'm not going to keep holding a tissue to my nose, or, like, if I blow my nose, like, it's not going to do anything. Plus, I'm in a car where I don't want to just, like, have a million tissues, like, just sitting around me, so I just, like, keep a tissue in my nose, and I feel like most people do that, but I also don't know, so let me know. And then we showed up to the hotel, and I was thinking... Like, I was like, I need to get Sudafed or something like that at this point. So I knew that I was going to go and go to, you know how most hotels have, like, a place where you can, like, buy snacks or usually some Advil or just other things like that. I was like, I'm going to go check that out once What's we get there. called? I, feel like I don't know. There's a name for it and I can't right think of it. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to get, we'll have something like that for a stuffy nose that will at least work a little bit because all I had was allergy medicine because I thought that it was my allergies at first. And then we walk in from the parking garage. I've never seen this before. So this was literally the best thing that could have happened. They had a CVS vending machine, like, full of medication. And it was obviously still stuff that, like, was not over-the-counter. So, like, I, they didn't have actual Sudafed. But I got, like, the next best thing. And it started helping. And I started taking it, like, every four to six hours, like it said. And, yeah, that was kind of me, like, rallying to go to the concert before getting <laughs> ready. I was literally, like, I had gotten ready because we got ready pretty early like before we had to and like so we were kind of just like hanging out we were all ready to go but we like weren't going to the concert yet and so I was like sitting on the bed and I was like I could literally like pass out and just like fall asleep right now <laughs> we're skipping the concert I was so tired but obviously I didn't I, I rallied <laughs> um and then we were going to like decide if we should eat before the concert or not and I think we we're like going to but then we didn't time it well yeah so we're like well now we don't know if we like get our food in time before the concert because we just like waited too long so we decided to go earlier to the venue then to see if they had concessions and they did i don't know why we like after the fact i'm like why did we think that they wouldn't have concessions i don't know i don't know but they did have concessions and we all split an extra large popcorn and had some drinks and that was what we ate for dinner because also after yeah. the concert we were like oh we should like maybe order food or something we found out room service had closed at 11 and, and it we was were past 11 yeah. and i was like i don't think we can like like who's open now yeah at this point theoretically i'm sure we could have like driven somewhere or found someplace open but i think we were all just like whatever let's just go to bed and like <laughs> ignore the problem and then we woke up i didn't realize this until the next day but we woke up and I'm not a huge breakfast person, like, I don't love breakfast, and so I don't have to eat in the morning, and I'm, like, fine. So we just were, like, okay, let's head out, start driving. If we get hungry later, we can, like, stop. So me and Sierra thought for sure that we would stop and get lunch after we dropped Maggie off in Ames, because at that point, it would be lunchtime. But we dropped her off, and we were kind of like, let's just keep driving, because we still weren't that hungry. Well, and also, so our dad works in Ankeny, and we are going to drive to Ames, and then on the way back, you hit Ankeny. And so we're like, oh, we'll just, like, stop in Ankeny, get get lunch with our dad. Well, I called him, and I don't know if he was, like, out of his office or something, but he couldn't get lunch with us. So I was like, 
you know, let's just keep driving. Maybe we'll stop at Culver's in Newton, which is along the way to Iowa City. And then we were, like, getting close, and I was like, do you want to stop or keep going? And Megan was like, I don't care. And I was like, we're going to keep going. <laughs> so, so basically, it was literally 3 o'clock before we ate again, and, like, we hadn't eaten since 11 o'clock the night before. So I was just like, we really just went so long without eating, and by the time we got to our apartment, I was actually starving. But we kind of skipped over the whole concert, so let's yeah. back up a little bit. <laughs> um, so I think both of our favorite performance was Year 3000. Also, so they had two openers. One was this guy that I'd never heard of before. His name was, his name's Jason McGraw. That's what it yeah. was. I was about to say, like, Gavin DeGraw, but that wasn't it. So, um, And he was, like, pretty good, but it's not enjoyable. I just like, don't know any of his songs. It's not enjoyable so. at all when you don't know any of the person's songs, so you're just waiting for the next person to come on. And then BB Rexa's, I think, been at pretty much all of their shows, if not all of them. She's been opening for them. And I was like... Pretty, like, okay, I should know most of her songs. I know a lot more of her songs than mm. I realized, or at least, like, I don't know them word for word, but, like, I recognize a lot of her songs more than I thought I would, so it was actually pretty enjoyable. Her mic kept having a couple issues, which I was concerned about because I was like, what if this continues to be an issue during the Jonas Brothers part of the concert? But, but they must wasn't. have completely separate equipment because it was not an issue at all. But I felt kind of bad for her because, like, it just, sometimes her mic would go, like, in and out, and it was just odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, then on to the actual, you know, concert well, I guess that one we more thing for. She, BB Rexa, I think she also does this at every concert, but she brought up a fan that supposedly she doesn't know. I don't know if she knows them or not, but she brings a fan up and then the fan like starts dancing and everyone like cheers on the fan because, woohoo, go then. And I could never do that. Like the fans go absolutely like ham when they're performing up there. Like they're dancing and like doing it all, I could yeah. never do that. If I was pulled up, I mean, one, I wouldn't be doing, I would like, be the craziest yeah. stuff to, like, get pulled up in the first place, but I could just, I could never do that. So, shout out to them. I couldn't have the confidence to do and that. And they did have a DJ between BB Rexa. Which I think was smart, because yeah, I didn't really good. know what to expect. I mean, maybe that's a thing at every concert. That was my first indoor concert. Um, so, like, it was nice to have music still playing. So, he was just playing, obviously, songs, like, that you would hear on the radio, like, there's no more live performances. But when he would play a good song, everyone would, like, start screaming it super loud, and so it was getting me hyped for the concert, because I was like, this is mm-hmm. gonna be so much fun when, like, the Jonas Brothers actually come on. Yeah, and then the concert started, all the lights turned off, and, like, everyone starts screaming, because the concert's starting, and I had my phone up, because I was, like, obviously vlogging, and then I kind of wanted to just, like, get clips still for, you know, my oh, life. Nice. And I was, like, on the stage... And they, like, came up from the ceiling and started, I was on the stage. Oh, like, like my phone phone. was, like, pointed at the stage. I was not on the stage. Um, And they start, like, descending from, like, the sky. And I'm like, oh, they're up there. They just start singing their song Roller Coaster as they're, like, coming down from the ceiling. It was so good. Um, And they have, like, a really good mix of a lot of their popular songs in their new album, obviously. And then all of, like, the classics. Megan and I actually... So we were, like, younger, obviously, when the Jonas Brothers, like, were first, you know... Had their first round of being big. Yeah. And during that time, I knew, like, most of their choruses to the songs. But, like, I was young. I didn't really, like, care to learn the verses and stuff. I would just be like, oh, like, wait for the chorus, you know. And since I'm paying to go to this concert, I want to be able to sing or, Like, I remember when me and Sarah went to our first concert. The first concert we went to was Jason Derulo at the Iowa State Fair. And I didn't do any preparation for the concert because I was like, I, I know, know most of his songs. And then when I got to the concert, I realized how little I actually know of his songs. And it just... I could tell when I was there, even though I had a good time, that it would have been so much more fun had I known the lyrics to the songs more. So I did kind of like say, We did not okay. go lightly to 
this concert. Like, I mean, I knew their entire album, like, that they just released, so I was, like... Just from, like, listening yeah. to it all the time. But previous songs that they still had, like, quite a bit of on their set list, we were, like, we don't know these songs, so, like, that's gonna be an issue. Yeah. So, we ended up, like, really going ham, learning all the words, and I actually gained, like, some new favorite songs, even though they're, like, old now. Like, I've been listening to them more recently, so, like, Fly With Me... Uh, that's just the way you roll, and then... I mean, going crazy? Yeah. So I've been, like, kind of listening to those because I actually do, like, really like them now, even though, like, I hadn't really listened to them before or, like, known the words to them. Um, and it was just a lot of fun because, like, then whenever, like, the next music, whatever started for the next song, I was like, oh my god, like, Megan, yeah. this is Fly With Me. Like, this is got me going crazy. I will say, so the Jonas Brothers are great live, but my favorite song from their most recent album was... I Believe. Or is I Believe. Not as good live. <laughs> I don't... Just... It didn't really speak to me when it was live versus I think when that they changed um, how the they sang it live versus the recorded version, which is why it probably, like, didn't, didn't quite hit the right well. spot. But they sang Hesitate, and it was really good live. That was my favorite song on their new album. But, I mean, just, like, I liked every song they did. Like, Burning Up, when they yeah. came out, they, like, jumped up from, like, beneath the stage. I don't know how and they then, did like, that. And then, like, they had fire bursting, and, like, they did it between each of, like, the pauses in the beginning of the song. It was, it got warm. And, yeah, like, it did. The fire was hot. It spread. Um, otherwise, my, if I picked one moment that was my favorite part of the whole concert, it would have to be year 3000 when you sing, like, the, it's not a rap. It's not a rap, but it's, like, the, it's the part where it's, like, I took a trip to the year 2000. This song had gone multi-platinum. Everybody bought our seventh album. It like, had outsold Kelly Clarkson. That's just my favorite part of the song because, like, it gets me hype. I don't know why. And so, like, everyone doing that, just, it was the best. That was mm-hmm. the best part. And I think it's interesting. I think there was a mix of people who was, like, there were probably people that, like, were just, like, fans back in the day, didn't know a lot of their new songs. And there's probably, like, people that heard their new album and they're like, I'm, like, that's probably me. I heard their new album. And I was like, I really like the new album. Obviously, I was younger. I knew a lot of so their older songs. you had a Jonas Brothers shirt when she was younger. She was a fan. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that it was, like, the really, like, OG songs that, like, got everyone hyped. Like, I don't think everyone knows the words to Hesitate yeah. or I Believe. Like, oh, my God, they also sang their Christmas song, guys. So Which, that, they haven't been singing at every concert because, obviously, it hasn't been released at every concert. But Sierra was, like, hoping this whole time leading up to it that they would sing it and like and I was out. pretty sure they were going to because I was like it's a Christmas song like why wouldn't they do it and Sierra was kind of like more like didn't I know if they were going wanna, like, to put hope into it because like I hadn't heard of them doing any of the concerts and I just didn't know if they changed their set list or kept it the same and so and I don't remember after what song they did this but they went and grabbed something from people that were like off the stage and they started putting Christmas hats on and I was like Sierra it's happening like, and so that was another good surprise because that's been one of our favorite songs recently, although I will say you can definitely tell some people did not know the yeah, song because definitely. the amount of singing that was happening for the other songs dropped pretty drastically when they were singing the Christmas song. Only the ones that have been keeping up have been listening to yeah. it. Yeah, and then they also had one song that was just Nick Jonas's song, so they sang Jealous, and then they also had Cake, uh, by, Cake the by, by the Ocean by DNCE. So it was, it was good. And then, yeah, we already talked about coming back, so I guess that kind of... Yeah, it was... So much fun. So that's going to conclude our little recap. I think we did a good job covering everything. Um, I have a ton of clips from the concert on my phone that I'm, like, going to keep forever because I just go back and I, like, listen to it and be like, this is my... Like, I had key moments that I recorded. One was during Hesitate when they're like, 
oh, there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. <laughs> I'm not actually going to sing, but, like, it's my favorite part of the song. And I, like, whip Can my you phone imagine you're saying It's the part when they go, like, and you just, like, full-on sing that part <laughs> of the song. I'm like, so that part, that was the part I was talking um, about. Like, I was, like, not recording most of the concert except for, like, you know, if there was cool visuals and stuff to get for, like, the vlog mostly is what I was getting that for. But, like, my favorite moments was what I was trying to get on my phone. So I got that part of Hesitate. I tried to get, like, the part of Love Bug where they do the guitar solo, but you can barely hear it. So, you know, that wasn't really worth it. And then Megan got the part where it's like, I took a trip to the year 2000. Yeah. And that part gets me hype. So. <laughs> it was like everyone just chanting it. Yeah. I wasn't even like, I was only holding my phone up and recording it. Like I was living in the moment, but I like had my phone recording. So like, you can't even see anything on my phone except for like the stage sometimes like pops into the screen, but I wasn't specifically recording anything. So it's just, it makes me smile when I look at it or when I hear it because... It was just me living in the moment, and I enjoy looking back at that. All right, we have one more thing that we want to bring up before continuing to the full episode. Megan and I will be going home for a winter break, obviously, in like two weeks-ish, and we want to know if you guys would want to listen to episodes uh, with our mom. Like a week and a half. Okay, that doesn't matter. That's just like two weeks is a long time. I hope Um, it's not two weeks. With our mom or with our dad, obviously, they'd be separate. Um, if you guys would want to listen to a podcast episode with them, let us know. We'd want to do it in a way where it's not like, this is our dad. What do you have to, like, ask our dad? Like, we want to do episodes, like, kind of specified for each of them and, like, just talk about stuff. Yeah. I'm not fully, like, that's why we need your guys' direction because I'm trying to think. I know that Brooke Michio has done episodes with her mom and I guess so has Danielle. And I feel like they mostly do, like, advice kind of episodes or at least I think that's what Brooke with her mom we're talking about so, gals on the go yeah which is a different podcast if you i don't know, know if like i don't think we'd want to do that so it's just kind of like what do we want to talk about with them and also we have to ask them if they like okay want to come on the this, podcast i haven't brought this up with my dad at all but like i don't know if he'd want to like talk about divorce because like in the past this is not just me bringing it up to be like i feel like some people would listen and be like why would you want to talk about that like we've made a video with him before and he's been like oh should we talk about like how I'm, like, recently divorced and, like, you know. I don't know. He just seems, like, kind of open to talking about it. I don't even know what that means because, like, yeah. what does that mean for a And, like, I don't want to, like, you know, dig too deep into, like, his personal life or anything and, like, get too in there. But, I like, we're pretty close with our dad, like, though. So something like that where it's, like, not about him. Just, like, what's it like being Megan Sears dad, you know? Like, I want to, like, have him talk as a person and, like, for our like, mom. Utilize like, something from each of their perspectives that, like, really could be insightful. So you if know? you have any ideas for that... I'm also going to text them probably separately and ask what they'd want to talk like about. Maybe they have an idea yeah. of what they'd want to I talk probably, about. I probably, like, if I don't text them tonight, mom's going to listen to this and be like, oh. Oh, okay. you wanted to do a podcast with me? So, mom, if I haven't texted you yet, text me. <laughs> I'll text her as soon as we're done Maybe, recording. if I remember. All right, we're starting off with their insecurities, our insecurities. We're starting or off with our insecurities. So, I think, so we mentioned earlier, maybe we accidentally took, like, one take before we started recording this one, so I don't remember if it was this one or the previous one, but these are mostly going to be physical insecurities. Um, I feel like I've shared probably, like, any non-physical insecurities. Like, yeah. I'm introverted, don't speak out a lot. That's probably, like, my biggest non-physical insecurity. Like, I wish I was more outgoing, but I'm just not. I'm not, so. So that's what this is going to mostly be focusing on, but, Yeah non-physical stuff I right. apply to. So, I have three insecurities that I've listed. Megan also has three. Two These of are them just like are the, the ones that stick out to us. I'm I sure if anyone wanted to, they could be super nitpicky about many things about themselves. Yeah, so, um, do you want to do the ones that we share first? Sure. And then go separately? Alright, so. Well, I think, because this one's probably also like my biggest one. I don't know if it's your biggest one or not. Skin? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> okay, good to know. Okay, cool. Good chat. 
Um, so as far as skin, and this is by no means like a surprise or something we try to keep hidden, but we both have eczema, have had it our whole lives. And I know what's so crazy to me is like, I know that there's so many people that have eczema. Like it's not, it's like any, it's not uncommon. So many people have things like that. And which is why it kind of confuses me when, when, why some people would be like confused or judgmental of like, and here's something I have to say to anyone who doesn't have any skin condition Never ask Never, someone ever what's wrong with your, you know, foot or arm or like what skin, is that? Whatever. So I know for everyone it's going to be different, but when we were younger, it was worse, like ten times worse probably. And basically how I would describe eczema, like for Megan and I, it tended to be like we always called it like scaly alligator skin. And so I don't know how else to like describe that. Like, like I guess I don't know the specifics behind it, but when we itch and maybe I don't even know if eczema is like the same between people, but when we itch it like leaves dry patches and Alligator your skin. skin literally gets like wrinkled looking. At like least like that's what ours kinda. does. Like my foot, even though the eczema on my foot has like gone down, it's not really that dry anymore. I still have like lines of like the remnants of it's like eczema scarring or something, like the equivalent of like acne scarring, but like for eczema. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense. But that's I feel like that's a pretty good equivalent. Yeah, and so like that's what I would always say because like our skin also I feel like tends to be itchier. Then a lot of people is like semi-based from allergies. We do have allergies. And it's so like, like super sensitive. We're allergic to grass. We're so allergic like being to, in the grass will make us itch. Or, or like latex is really not good for our skin. And then when you itch, that would leave like the, you know, sometimes we'd also get like raw skin too. If you don't know, like that's what we call like it. Like if when you like, itched too much. It's like wet, you know? It's like you literally <laughs> took the first gross, layer of your but, skin off. Yeah, um, this might, sorry, I'm not thinking about you guys. This could be, this could be gross, but I feel like it's also relatable. Like, you know, we're just being honest. And so when we were younger, it was pretty bad. We used to have it on our faces. I honestly don't really remember having it on our face because we were so young. And Megan yeah. always had it, like, a little bit worse than I did. I mean, from as far as my memory can go, like, I think at that point, I don't remember it being a huge issue on my face. So, like, that was definitely when I was, like, yeah. younger, younger. And but, like, our parents had pictures and they're like, oh, like, your face is, like, really red. Yeah. And But we don't remember that. But as far as I can remember, it's always, like, the worst places that my skin would be the biggest issue for me was, like, Arms and feet, legs. first of all. For feet, feet first, first and, and foremost. foremost. And then it's always my elbows, and then it used to always be behind my knees, too, but that's, like, not really an issue. My elbows, sometimes in the winter, they tend to get a little drier, but Even nothing. in videos now, like... Yeah, it's... I don't know, it just, like, they... My elbows don't like the winter, so... so I can like, moisturize all day long. In TCT videos, especially, I think that's when we're wearing tank tops, mostly. People be like, Megan, like, what's up with your elbows? Yeah, I think, like, some people, like, almost are inferring, like, I, like, shoot up heroin or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but people are... People have made, like, comments of, like, Megan, your elbows, are you okay? And I'm just like, what do you mean? Eczema. So if you don't know, Megan doesn't do heroin. She just has eczema on her elbows. Um, mine isn't really, like, that bad on my elbows. Especially, like, in the winter. Like, now that we're older, it's truly, like, mostly just on my foot. Especially, like, I would say my left foot is cured. And my right foot has, like, a tiny little patch that I'm working on. But... It's definitely, like, a battle to deal with. Well, it goes like, in even, ways. um, over the summer, and I've... I really, like, because I've been growing up with this for, like, since I've been so, so young, it's, like, you really do kind of grow to accept it and just say, like, it is what it is. Like, I've been dealing with this, like, my whole life. And, and like, you try my sense lotions. of normal. But during the summer, too, is, like, um, I don't know if I'm, like, allergic to, like, my swimsuits or something or, like, the swimsuit material, but I will get, like, not rashes, but, like, my skin will, like, break out or get super red around, like, the lines of where my swimsuits are at, so it's something that I'm used to, and, like, I just deal with it, like, I know it's going to happen. And that doesn't happen to me, so I don't know. And it just, like, is what it is, but it's just another thing where it's, like, I don't know why it happens, I don't like that it happens, but it is what it is. I also don't like how 
in the summer is when like most of your skin is showing but that's also I feel like what makes our skin worse I feel like some people would say their skin gets worse in the winter because it dries out but I feel like for me personally like I get like itchier in like in the summer heat rash or yeah. I don't know just different stuff like that and so I think we've really grown to just it is our new normal and like we accept it and obviously like we've done a lot of stuff to try and like figure out what works best and, and like we're I close. do think you grow out of it like I remember our mom when we were younger and it was like so so bad like we had complained we about, complain about all the time and like when we were younger it was so bad like it would hurt yeah and so our mom would always be like you're gonna grow out of it because our mom grew up she had eczema too and her skin is like totally fine now so I'd be like I just like don't understand like how do you not have it anymore and we'd be like so upset and you really do end up growing out of it at least like we did, and we grew out of most of it. But like, I would say, like, currently, there. right now, like, literally, like, after I shower, obviously, like, I put moisturizer on, but I really only put, like, eczema lotion on, like, the one spot of my foot that I'm currently dealing with, and, like, I have a special steroid cream that I've been trying to use more, because I feel like that tends to help. Um, um, so I have a story that I can share of just one of the things of, like, when we were younger and when my skin was worse, and, like, just a thing that contributes to people continuing to have insecurities and get new insecurities. So in seventh grade, I, at this point, like my eczema did not stop me from wearing different things where you could see my eczema because I was in seventh grade at this point. I'd already been growing up with eczema and I was like used to it. So it wasn't anything new to me. I just didn't care about it. And I was like, okay, I have these sandals. I'm going to wear my sandals because I want to. And so I remember being in seventh grade and at this time, like my, the eczema on my feet was like, it was not as good as it as it is now, it was, like, not great, but I was used to it, so, like, nothing new to me, and then I was going through the lunch line, as I do at lunchtime, and I remember I was walking through the lunch line, and my teacher, I don't know, like, of all people, it was a teacher and not a student, not, I don't think, a student has never said anything to me that I can remember anyways, and so it was a teacher, and he was, like, either, like, what's wrong with your foot or what happened to your foot, and it's just, like, when it's something like eczema, it's, like, kind of catches you off guard a little bit because you're like, I don't know what is wrong with my foot. And then that was just like a a moment that like stood out to me as far as like, I obviously still remember it and it's all the way from seventh grade. And I was like, it was just like, he noticed something that I had kind of like, it was something that made me insecure, but I like had kind of overcome it and gotten past it. And then he like brought it back up. And it was just one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It was just, I just remembered another thing that we hadn't talked about before, but do you remember? I think it was you. I don't think it was me, but we were going to, like, cheer practice or something, and oh, you had, like, just <clears throat> hurt yeah. yourself. Yeah. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I remember. So, this was in high school, and it was after I had gotten hurt, and I hurt my knee when I was trying to do a full, and I messed up and landed on my knee, like, and it was like, I didn't dislocate my knee, it was like, I landed on my knee, I had a giant bruise on my knee, is what I, what the injury was. Like, you had to sit out. Yeah. And so people were like, Why? I had to sit out, because, and so... We were leaving practice, or maybe we were going back out to our car before practice. We were outside for some reason. Yeah, we were outside, and I'm trying to remember. Like it was on my knee, and it was like a giant bruise. What happened? And then someone asked, like, "What happened?" So I was explaining, and then someone on our cheer team was also like, "Oh, did it like go all the way down to your foot too, or something?" Did you scrape up your feet? And I was like, "What?" Because I was I would have been on like a spring floor, so I was like, "What do you mean? Did I scrape up my feet?" And then I was just like. No, that's my eczema. That's not related. <laughs> that's not. That's not like it's a bruise thing. versus like a scratchiness. Like I don't know. It was just like, what are you talking about? So that was not so much like a an insecurity thing. It was just like I was shocked that she even like asked that. Yeah. But. Um. Aside from just like I've also had people like on Instagram 
Like, over the summer, I posted a picture of me, like, sitting on a dock, and, like, I had one or two comments of people being like, what's on your foot? I'm just like, I will say, it is eczema. I mean, you can do what you want, but I've never faced too many, any of my pictures. I know that, like, like, there's even pictures where, like, I've gone back and, like, looked at them again. It's like, some of my t- sometimes, like, my elbows are, like, super dark or just, like, but super red. But you don't red, think about it. But I don't think about it, and just, like, it is what it is. So, I don't, I don't mess with any of that. Um... I understand that for some people, like, it could be a comfort thing of just, like, this is just a fine, like, it's a good picture, but I don't like this about it. Or, like, and even so, if Megan didn't want to get comments, like, I would understand if she, like, wanted to, like, make her elbows, like, less discolored. Yeah. But, but I just, haven't done that. I don't plan on starting to do that anytime soon, but some people maybe yeah. do if they are insecure about their skin. And then I had one more story to share related to skin. This is actually probably the most recent time I've been most insecure about my skin, and that's actually what kickstarted, like, our big fight during our senior year of high school to be like let's try and like kick this into gear and like see if we can get our eczema healed so we did a 5k during our senior year with our friends and it was a bubble run and so I was like sounds fun like we're running through bubbles like you know all good and then afterwards we both realized like my skin does not feel too good and it really like hit our skin for a new one because we broke out so bad especially on our feet because we were wearing socks and like it was like wet and like we're so really like, like irritating our skin and like rubbing on our feet and like our skin was just really not happy. So we broke out so bad and I tried to like use it lotions hurt to walk. Yeah, I tried to like use my normal lotions and stuff, but like it wasn't totally perfect. I was like scabbing and stuff, and that was also around the same time that we filmed with Sean Johnson for the first time, and we were at her gym. Chow's, if you like don't know, it's in West Des Moines, and so we were filming, and I think I like was itching my foot briefly, which like. Compared to, like, prior to, like, how bad it was broken out, if I, like, normally itch my foot, like, it doesn't do anything, you know? It's, like, not bad. Well, I guess when I was itching my foot this time, like, one of the scabs, like, broke off or something, and, like, my foot started bleeding, but I didn't realize it. So, like, Sean Johnson, like, was the one that pointed out to me and be like, oh my god, did you, like, cut yourself on something? And I was like, oh my god, like, that's no. literally because, like, my skin is so bad. And so, that was embarrassing. That's all I had to share. All but right. then, after that, is when we went to a dermatologist and really, like, kicked it into gear and got some new lotion. So that is our first insecurity. We talked a whole lot about it, but yeah, we are insecure about our skin. Not so much anymore, because we've gotten it kind of under control and have learned to accept it. But we're going to move on to our second insecurity, which you guys are probably going to laugh at. But I hope that you can just... Find this comical as we find it embarrassing. Just know that we have never told, I don't think anyone, I think Haley knows just because she, she like noticed. Lived it. <laughs> but like Megan and I have tried to like suppress this, not tell anyone. It's so embarrassing. Sorry, I just hit the stool that our microphone's on. But it's fine and, and it's dumb because it was for literally no reason. So, so Megan and I both have widow's peaks. If you don't know what a widow's peak is, it's a type it's, of hairline. Yeah. So essentially like your part comes to the middle and comes down to a point on your forehead. Some people have really drastic widow's peaks. We just kind of have, like, a subtle, like, it goes it down a little bit. comes to the bit. front. And we had, <laughs> we had one of those, like, vibrating razors. And for God knows what reason, in, like, middle school or something. Which both, is why I'm just attributing this to being, like, we were dumb in middle school or something. Because I don't know why we did like, this. Like, we, we're not insecure about our widow's peaks at all. Like, I know some people are. And, like, maybe that's why they would shave off their widow's peak. That's what we did, guys. Like, I just kind of, uh, (laughs) that's what we did. But, like, we weren't insecure about our widow's peaks. So, we don't know why we did this. I have no idea why. I don't know. I literally don't know. 
And then, so if you, you can imagine, when you shake when something, you do that, grows back, and it's right in the front of your face, on the top of your forehead, and for the whole world to see. So, for a while, we were like, we didn't, I guess, process that when we first did it, and then it started growing back, and we were kind of like, what do we do? Because this looks odd, and we need to like do something to fix this. And so, for a while, we just kept keeping it shaved. You know what I remember? I remember, I don't know. I can remember, I remember you. exactly how it feels. Yeah. Okay, well, I <laughs> When the hair's short, like, I just, I remember exactly <laughs> you how like it feels. You, like, feel to, like, yes. check it. Um, I don't know if this was to you. I think someone might have talked to me, but it might have been you, so if it's you, like, you can say it was you. But we were at gymnastics practice, and someone on our team was like, you have a bruise on your forehead or something. And I was I like... I don't remember that. Okay, so then it was me. And I was like, oh, weird. <laughs> she was talking about, like, the shadow you could see from, like, my hair that was growing in. Ah, this is so not our best selves. what's even more embarrassing for me is that I did this twice. (laughs) And it was, like, in high school, too. And here's the thing. You would think that, like, I would keep the (laughs) vibrating razor away from my forehead. But I had, like, I think what got me, like, again, I was insecure about my widow's peak, but I thought it was really satisfying to, like, shave off, like, hair with the vibrating razor. Like, you know, you have, like, the peach fuzz, like, on your forehead and on your cheeks and stuff like that. Like, I just thought it was satisfying to do that. So it wasn't like, yeah, you don't have to, like, shave all the hair off your face, but, like, once you kind of get going with it, you just kind of, like, want to keep like, removing the hair, you know? I want to reemphasize, I do not shave the peach fuzz. Like, I mean, I shave, like, under like, my Like, we use that lip and stuff. Vibrating, vibrating razor thing for, like, touching up our eyebrows. Or, like, I honestly get some peach fuzz above my lip now, so I use it for that, too. But, like, you get it on your cheeks and your forehead, and, like, I would not say, like, don't do anything to that because it doesn't matter. And I didn't care about it, but I just thought it was, like, you know, no one sees it anyways. And, like, I thought it was kind of satisfying to, like, see it, like, yeah. come off, you know? And so I do this on my forehead. And I think one day I just kind of realized, like, I've been going a little bit too close to my widow's peak. And it was gone. So, for a while I was kind of back in the phase of trying to, like, shave it off. And I was really embarrassed about this because, like, I had already done it before. And, like, Megan <laughs> and I had already talked about how embarrassing it was. And... I think Haley noticed it, too. It was, like, around Christmas break. She was home. And, like, I was like, okay. Seriously, like, why did I do this to myself I again? I really don't know, like, how it happened. It just happened, you know? And so then what made me decide to... I think when I started noticing, too, I was kind of like, how did Sierra do it Oh, my it God. Again? No, you don't... You know what the tipping point was? <laughs> Make me decide to grow it out. I was getting my hair cut, and she was washing my hair, and she noticed. Mm. And then she was like... Kind of giving me options, at least. Like, she was like, well, if you, like, want to, like, we could try waxing it. Like, that would probably, like, reduce, like, how thick it grows back. So then when I went home, I, like, thought about it, and I was like, okay, I have two options. I can, like, pursue that, and it wouldn't grow back. Or I could go through the long process of growing it out again, which, obviously, it's hair, and it's, like, right in the front of your forehead. So it's, like, people will probably be able to see. And then I was thinking, I was like, hope no one asks about yeah. it. Which, luckily, like, no one really did, so that was good. Maybe they just, like, were like, I don't know what she's going through. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Looks but like she's growing it out. I literally so. was, like, thinking, like, on my wedding day, do I want to, like, have to worry about this or not? Which I know is an extreme example, but, like, it was enough to be like, I don't want to worry about it. So we're just going to grow it out now and see where it goes. So I think it was probably, like, the hardest when it was, like, obviously, like, short, like, not there to probably, like, an inch or two because it's, like, just awkward, yeah. you know? So, for a while... Because, like, hair wants to stick up when it's super short. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. I remember Sierra. (laughs) It was embarrassing, guys. Don't do it. Um, So, for a while, we coached before we had gymnastics practice, like, both days during our senior year. So, I would 
put my hair before coaching, hairspray the hair on my widow's peak, put a headband in, push it back so that my hair from, like, the widow's peak would go back, like, as if it was in the ponytail, you know? And then by the time it was time for us to go to practice, I would take the headband out, and, like, the hairspray did a pretty good job, honestly, most of the time of, like, keeping it pushed back uh, once it was, like, an inch or two long. And... Then, like, once it got longer and longer, I could, like, bobby pin it back and stuff. But, like, obviously when it's short, you can't, like, put a barrette, like, right in the front of your mm-hmm. head. That would look weird. Um, and the reason I didn't wear a headband to practice was because I hadn't previously worn a headband to practice. So I didn't want people to be like, why are you wearing a headband now? So. I think then, you should. Like, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal to just start wearing a headband. I don't know. I also just, like, don't like wearing headbands when I'm doing gymnastics. So I didn't. And I'd say it probably finished growing out. Like, I did that during my junior year of high school. And How you can, long like, do you think it. the, like, actual, like, embarrassing part of growing it out is? Like, I don't even... For me, I thought about it, like, literally from junior year. And, like, you can see some of it, during, like, in my senior pictures. And, like, it's so embarrassing to me to, like, look at that. Um, I was probably, like, I thought about it, I know for sure, during freshman year of college. I don't remember if I, like, stopped, like, by winter break or... Hmm. Not. Interesting. But... Because you probably remembered it for longer than I did even, too, because yeah. I'm sure it was more on your mind than it was on my mind. Because like, I only, once it got to a certain length, I really you, I didn't notice. I really only remember it during, during like, gymnastics school. practice and, like, gymnastic. I just said gymnastics. <laughs> and, yeah, in high school. So it's interesting because, like, I'm like, that was an issue your freshman year of college. Yeah, it was. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Forever ago. Okay, so that was uh, both of our shared insecurity. I think the widow's peak was for sure like <clears throat> our biggest thing. So, you know, be kind to us. That was our first time putting that out in the world. Let us know if you've done anything stupid <laughs> like that because I also shaved off my I'd... eyebrow one time on accident. <laughs> but that's not really an insecurity. I just did it on accident. And that grew back pretty fast. Yeah. So I will say my mom had to fill in my eyebrow with like it was like glittery brown like eyebrow pencil or something. Someone it wasn't an eyebrow in pencil. class. Asked, or like, there's said, glitter in your eyebrow and I was like so you're like gotta go. <laughs> Um, okay, so we're gonna, me and Sierra also have a couple individual insecurities, so we're gonna talk about those quick, and then we've got some stuff from Reddit that we might go through, and then we are going to talk about yours, and then we'll finish off by re-inspiring everyone that insecurities don't matter. Alright, so I think I'll go next. I feel like I've mentioned this before, but it's probably, like, my current insecurity, and, like, I probably will continue to be insecure about it because, like, I can't really change it, whereas, like, the first two, like, you can improve your skin with lotion and stuff. And, like, my widow's peak grew out, and we're good. We're good now. But um, I tend to be really insecure about my smile. Like, I feel like some people, when they say their smile, like, they are insecure about their teeth. I'm not insecure about my teeth. Like, I had braces. They're straight. But I'm insecure about, one, my gum line. Because on, like, the right side of my face, my gum line, I feel like, is bigger. If that makes sense. Like, everyone listening to this is probably, like... (laughs) Your gum line? Okay. What I mean by that is, like, my two center teeth have, like, the gum lines don't match up. So, like, one of, like, the tooth on the left side of my face <laughs> has, like, a higher gum line than the one on the right side of my face, like, for the center teeth. And I feel like just, like, in general, the right side gum line is, like, a little bit lower than the left side. And then that doesn't help because I don't know how this happened, but, like, when I smile, especially when I'm laughing, like, you know, when you're, like, full-on smiling... Uh, the right side of my mouth lifts up, lifts up higher than the left side of my mouth. And I know you can see this in vlogs because I, like, have seen it before. If I'm just, like, laughing at something and I'm like, ew. <laughs> but it doesn't help because then it's like, <clears throat> think about it this way. Lower gum line on the right side plus the, like, 
mouth lifts up higher equals more gum visible. more gum visible than the left side mm-hmm. just so it's just it. like not symmetrical yeah some people would get like you can get botox to treat that because it makes your muscle less active i've okay i wouldn't say I've, like seriously thought about this but like there's gum surgery and like you can do that kind of stuff and like I'm, there's like, options to fix yeah. it essentially it's but, like what you're you know, saying is it worth it i don't know we'll get into that later <laughs> um okay so then my i have like two insecurities one's like hardly an insecurity but it's bothersome to me and I can't control it. Um, but then the other one is more of an insecurity. So, and I don't know why this has become like more of a recent insecurity of mine and I don't know why, but it's like, so I have a scar underneath my chin and the, like I got this when I was like, before I can even remember, like I fell in the bathtub and hit my chin on the side of the tub when I was like two years old, got stitches. I've always had the scar like my whole life. And so, I don't know, I feel like recently or, like, in college or later in high school, like, the scar has just, like, become more prominent to me, and I don't know if that's even possible, but you can, like, see, like, as scars usually do, like, there's an indentation of where the scar is, and since it's right on, like, a spot of my chin, um, when I smile, you can just, like, I feel like it distorts my skin in, like, the slightest way that I notice and, like, that bothers me, or that it can, like, give me, like, this, like, double chin side effect like from the side because of like the scar being there i don't know and megan's always like who gave me this yeah uh, just like suture it's not straight at all Uh uh-huh like you i've taken some like pictures where the scar looks so bad and whoever did the scar needs to have their medical license (laughs) because it's not good they should have been able to do a much better job and obviously like there's nothing i can do to fix that it is what it is so it can be something that I'm insecure about. And I've asked this before, but, but, like, for the sake of the podcast, like, does it bother you that, like, you don't have any memory of this? Like, it could have just as easily been me, but, like, it's not. It doesn't bother. Like, okay. do I wish this upon you? No. no that's not what I meant. I'm just saying, like, you kind of just, like, have to accept it. Like, whoops, that. I never, it's like, a thing. it's just been on my face this whole time, so I don't really think about it that much other than, like, it annoys me. If it makes you it feel any better, I literally, like, don't think about it at all. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, so, then I have one other thing. If any of you have solutions to this problem, I will be taking solutions because I hate this so much. So, um, on the back of my, let's see, where my part is, it's on the right side, I have a cowlick, like, right on the back of my head. And so, if you don't know what a cowlick is, which I feel like you pro- probably do, um, but maybe some people call them different things, it's, like, where your hair, like, sticks up and you, like, cannot, no matter what you do, get rid of it or fix it um that's bothersome to me and like I can like sometimes I'll be staring and like I'm facing a certain way and then I can like if I see kind of like the side profile of my face in the mirror I can just like see in the mirror that like I literally have like my hair just like whoop going up and over like <laughs> what is it doing I don't know can't control it and like water does not do anything to help it and so it's just like it's one of those things like I literally don't know what to do with it I don't know how to fix it it's so annoying to me and I just would rather not have it be an issue because mm-hmm. it looks Dumb. Again, the Calic thing, not so much an insecurity, more just, like, something that's been bothering her recently, but, like, the other things we've been talking about are insecurities, and, you know, we don't love them. But we're going to, do you want to move into Reddit first, or do you want to move into uh, suggestions, or, like, uh, sent-in podcast stuff? Let's do Reddit. So, um, I just pulled, a ran- pulled up a random Reddit thread. It says, Reddit, what is your biggest insecurity? It's on the Ask Reddit forum and i'm just gonna kind of scroll until i find one i guess i can start off with the things that i found on reddit and then you can share some of yours this is gonna be kind of short but i found a reddit that was asking 
um, what screams I'm insecure. So this is kind of interesting because it's not asking the this people is, what's their insecurity. Yeah. It's like, what can you perceive that you're like that person? And that's insecure. like more of like, we're talking about insecurity as far as like a personality trait of insecurity. Do you get what I'm saying? So people were asking, what does someone have to do for you to be like that person is insecure? And the two responses that I thought were most interesting, I guess, was one person said humble bragging, which the more I thought about it, I was kind of like, that's true. Like when someone has to like, no matter what they mention, like, oh, they got a new job. They'll be like, it pays this much, you know? Or like, um, I have, I just like got my, I don't know. I'm bad at thinking of stuff on the spot. Like I just got a new car or my, like when people offer like those little tiny details that no one asks for just to kind of prove their worth. Like, Hey, I'm doing well. Um, because I feel like the only reason people feel they need to do that is to like validate themselves to the people that didn't even ask for them to be validated or like didn't ever doubt that they were doing well. So that was the first one. And then the second one was keeping track of your significant other, which I mostly wrote down because I was like, what do you, like, do you think that screams that someone's insecure? Do you think that... What do you mean by that? Like, where they are? Like, on a tracking app or, like, constantly checking in with someone. Or, like, making sure that someone constantly is checking in with you, which the constantly checking in thing, I would say yes, because that'd be annoying and just, like, I don't think that's what your relationship should be like. Uh, The app thing, I think, depends. I think some people are just, like... Share your location with Completely open with, like, sharing their locations and, like, like it is what it is. locations with, like, all their friends and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I share it sometimes with, like, Haley or Maggie because they're, like, where are you? But, like, I've never been, like, what's your location? Like, share your location with me. Me and either. I, like, don't check anyone's location. I don't even know if I have anyone's location right now. Yeah. So, I don't have that one as, like, a... I don't really have an opinion on that one, but I wrote it down just because I thought it'd be interesting for you guys to contemplate and see if you think that that means that someone's insecure or not. But... Sierra, do you have anything that you found on Reddit? All right, so the first one that I see is potential loneliness as I get older, and that one made me kind of sad. But is it insecurity? I don't know, I guess. <laughs> that's I what they put. <laughs> I feel like that's, maybe like, what's your biggest fear? Maybe they're insecure about, like, if they, like, haven't found, like, a partner or something. Like, okay, I think that, that makes like more insecurity sense. About, that, like, if they are continuing to grow up, like, like the grow older, older you get, and it's, like... And, like, the more time without a partner, like... Yeah, and you're just I like, see when that. is it going to happen? Okay, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next next person says they're insecure that they're secretly incredibly dumb and just oblivious to that fact. And they said, there have been many occasions on which I've withheld my opinion on a subject or not spoken up because I'm afraid I'm less informed than everyone else. That's actually that the only things good. that come out of my mouth will sound stupid, ignorant, or uninformed. I that feel that sounds- a little bit. I've thought that too. Like I've been like, should I say something? And then especially I'm like, I don't in like say political discourse, like things work. I like to think that I have a valid opinion, a valid viewpoint. But then but someone says something, and then sometimes you're like, I'm also I like, I know this person I'm talking to like spends like five times more of their day talking about politics and researching politics than I do. So I want to have an opinion, but I also don't like consume. Like my life isn't consumed by politics. So like, what if they're like, you don't know anything, and I'd probably be like, you probably do know more than I do, but I still think your opinion is wrong. So I feel like I mostly think of that when it's like in terms of political discussions because I choose to not like get super involved in politics, and other people do, and I'm still sometimes like your opinion's wrong. <laughs> but someone else said that they're insecure that they randomly sweat. Doesn't matter if it's hot or cold. I know a lot of people like have sweating issues and like will literally go see. I don't know if you'd see a dermatologist about that. I don't I'm know not sure either. what kind of exact doctor that would be. But, like, it is a thing that people, like, have 
like excessive sweating issues and I could see how you'd be insecure about that because like if you sweat through your shirt like it's weird that that's embarrassing because I feel like if it doesn't smell like then no one would be like you know externally like actually bothered by it but I mean I don't know what sweat glands get activated like if it would be you know obviously it would contribute to like BO that would be embarrassing even just like if I notice I smell in public I'm kind of like ooh, kind of embarrassing mm-hmm. should have put on some more deodorant this morning um if you don't have anything else from reddit I have some stuff called oh, acne is an obvious one. Yeah. Someone else even said back knee and like they're insecure about going swimming and like taking their shirt off and stuff. Skin people, we all get it. Yeah. We all have it. <laughs> we all have skin, don't we? <laughs> we do. Okay. So someone said that they're insecure about their height. This is on Instagram now. So that's where we've shifted. I think that there's definitely like a huge deal like with heights in Especially terms of like because men you being tall, women have to be short. And like, so, like, what do the short boys do? What do the tall girls do? They get together. <laughs> um, I definitely think most people are probably insecure about their height, in my opinion, when it comes to, like, dating. Mm-hmm. I don't know why else, like, you would be that insecure about their height. So, like... It's just interesting because it's not something you can control. Yeah. I mean, technically, some people get surgery, but don't do that. <laughs> do not um, do that. We have short kings out here. You know what's weird? I remember we have not tall necessarily queens. being, like insecure but like when we were younger we were super petite and like super short and I was insecure insecure because I was like I didn't even at this point didn't fit me yeah and so it was just like I felt like I was always just like this little tiny child when like everyone else is like growing up and I was just like I'm tiny and small and at that point like I hated that I don't know if this person is saying like they're too tall or too short but at this age I would assume it maybe be that they're too tall but I could be wrong Maybe they're too short, and maybe that's their insecurity. Let's see. Someone else. Someone else. Just think. There's always someone taller or shorter than you, whichever one it is. Mm-hmm. All right. So intelligence or lack thereof. I could see how like if you don't feel smart, like you'd be like, I can't. It's kind of similar to like what we just yeah. said. If you feel less informed, then you feel like you can't speak up because you're like people probably like know more than I do. I'm not going to talk. And yeah, I think that's a valid insecurity but like do I think that should hold you back from like taking part no Mm -hmm. do I always listen to that myself also no someone else said that their side profile and hairline was their biggest insecurity side Side profiles have been trending (laughs) on on TikTok TikTok. like people either showing off if they have a good side profile if they've been blessed with one or which I think honestly like in my opinion I feel like side profiles mostly have to do with like the nose yeah also like the chin I guess too but so basically your face <laughs> is what it has to do with. What's interesting to me is that, like, this has been such a big trend, but when I think about, like, my day-to-day, like, interactions with people, no I never notice so, about, like, like I never profile. notice their side profile. Ever. Literally ever. Like, if it's a good one, don't care. If it's a bad one, I don't care. Like, I think, like, you can tell if someone has, like, a good Like, you can look profile. at someone and be like, do they have a good or bad side profile, but you don't actively think about that unless you're trying to be like, does this person have a good or bad side profile? And, like, when do you, like... You're never talking to someone from the side, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't think that it's probably, like, comes into the play that much. And even though I'm sure, like, it's about insecurity, it's probably, like, not a good one to have because I'm sure no one is thinking about your side profile. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's interesting. Someone said the clothes I wear. That's interesting. I mean, honestly, she could, she or he, I don't know if it's a boy or girl, they could be talking about maybe if it's, like, they shop at, like, less expensive places and they're insecure that they can't buy expensive brands i'm not sure if i feel like now it's price point or there's style. a lot of like more affordable options though that still have like i mean i guess 
I don't, I feel like this isn't what they're talking about, but like I have a sense of style where I feel like I have a sense of style that I don't actually wear because I just like don't realistically live in a situation where I'd want to get dressed up every day of my life because I would not want to do that. But sometimes I'm like, you know, am I representing myself or like what I feel like I would actually wear if I'm not actually wearing those types of clothes? But then I'm also like, if I'm wearing this because I want to wear this, then like that also represents me just as... Well, I don't know. Just something I think about sometimes. Yeah, I feel that too. Uh, someone says that they're insecure about their speech impediment. Interesting. I mean, obviously, I don't know what type of impediment they have. Um, but I could see how that, like, if you talk differently It's something that you can't people. And I know there's some speech impediments, like, no one would probably notice versus, like, there's some that are more common where if it's, like, if you stutter, you tend to notice that. Um... Obviously, this is much of a lesser extent, but Megan and I tend to say like quite a bit, and people notice that sometimes when it gets kind of annoying when they're like, count how many times they say like in this mm-hmm. video. And I'm um, like, I get it. I get it. I speak like a valley girl. Um, but there's certain things that are just hard to change when it comes to how you talk or how you speak. And I mean, there's always speech therapy if that's something that you like wanted to like get into. I'm not sure, you know, the nature of your speech impediment. Something that I've noticed is I tend to speak out of one side of my mouth, which isn't, like, a speech impediment thing, but I'm just like, why do I do that? Like, I'll watch vlogs back and be like, I talk out of, like, one side of my mouth more than the other. Same, I do that too. And I don't know if anyone's noticed it, but I'm like, why do I do that? Someone else said, my stomach, I hate it so much, but it's okay because I found clothes that flatter my body type. I like that she followed it up with that she's becoming, she's learning to become okay with it because she's found a solution, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, I think that really with insecurities the best thing you can do if you can't straight up change it is just like how can I like make the most of the situation like what different thing can I try because if you're not changing anything it really is hard to just say like oh learn to love it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I thought that was good all right someone said my teeth my appearance and anxiety regarding money and future plans I don't think you need to be insecure about like money and future plans I feel like everyone's stressed out about that kind of stuff like don't be insecure about it. Everyone's trying to figure stuff out. Um, teeth, I can feel like, you know, obviously not everyone can change their teeth or get braces or, you know, whatever you think the issue is. Um, I mean, I don't have any solutions for that, but, like, I just want to say it's a valid reason to, like, feel insecure because obviously that's why most people get braces is because they are insecure about their teeth. Side note, Megan and I, before we got braces, we were like, we don't even need braces. And, like, thank God our parents did not listen to us because... Um, much better with braces. Do you have any other ones you want to share? Um, one more. Uh, someone said that most people think I'm 17 when I'm 21. I kind of feel this a little bit because Megan and I... I feel like this would also be something that I'm insecure about. Yeah, I mean, not, like, completely insecure about. It's just not fun looking younger than you are because I feel like people take you less seriously. Like, okay, for example, this didn't happen to me, but it happened to Sierra, so since I'm the one that remembered it. I'll get the ball rolling. Okay. Our mom told me that when Sierra and her went to Omaha to go so she could interview for grad school, I don't I forgot the rest of the story now. Okay. Like, I well, forgot what he said. So, uh, there was this guy checking us in. He was like, oh, are you, like, uh, visiting Creighton? Because, like, usually when you're in high school, you go and tour college campuses. And it was like, yes, but for grad school. And so he was like, Really, like, I did not think you were, like, in college, which I'll admit, like, even at 20, like, that's kind of young to be starting grad school, so, like, I kind of get that, but I also just, like, think he thought I was in high school, so, yeah. So, yeah, and she's uh, going to be in grad school, so. And then he was, like, it kind of just makes me, he literally turned his other, he's, like, she's going to, like, grad school, like, 
It just but makes I think me it was mostly like at that point, it was like because I was twenty and like still young for grad school. Okay. So I was like, whatever. It just makes me a little nervous. Not nervous, but it's like obviously once I start school and like you go into clinical settings, you're going to be like actually working with patients with that could be like you just want to make sure that you're being taken seriously. And so you know, I feel I like if you're about- perceived as younger then that's going to be a little bit harder, but obviously we will get to that bridge when we get to it, and, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I've tried to think about it in terms of, like, I feel like the older, like, geriatric geriatric population, like, they think everyone young yeah. is, like, the same age. You know? You could be, like, 30 or 20, and they're like, you look too young to be doing this. So, I mean, I've tried to be, like, if they think I'm young, it's not necessarily because, like, of how people tend to perceive me as being younger, but, like, because I just am young compared to them, so... That's what I will try and convince myself of, <laughs> at least. Um, but yeah, looking younger than you are. Or, like, we get videos, or we get comments on our videos sometimes where it's like, You're in college? I thought you were in middle school. I thought you were 13. And I'm just like, there's no way you thought I was 13. You think a 13-year-old, like, looks like this or acts like this? or I mean, maybe 13-year-olds today do. I don't know. Danielle Cohen, honestly, how I don't get how old she is. But, like, sometimes I see comments, and I understand. Like, I would say I would accept, like, 17, you know, as, like, my youngest age that I think I look like, but when you get, like, into really, like, much younger than that, that, I'm like, come on, guys, like, I understand, I think most of them perceive as, like, when they first watch my videos, like, they don't think I age. You forget that we age, too, and that time is still continuing. (laughs) So, um, I try and, like, kind of think that's what's contributing to it, not necessarily just, like, how I look, because I'm... Better look older than I was when I was 13. If I was 13, like, they probably thought I was 5 because I've aged a lot since then. Okay, so I thought, I've heard this quote before, and I'm sure you guys have also heard it before, but I think it really does a good job of getting in the right mindset of, like, how we all need to be perceiving others. And, like, I just feel like it hits on the, like, the nail on the head when it's, like, when you think of your insecurities, it's always because you think of someone else that doesn't have those insecurities or that you think doesn't have those insecurities. So... This is the quote. Okay, so when I'm saying this quote, think of it as, like, I feel like it mostly applies to, like, if you're scrolling through Instagram or something and you are, like, jealous or you see, like, someone else that is, like, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like, quote-unquote, like, they look like the perfect person or they're so smart or, like, they're showing all of their successes. So this is when this quote applies. The presence of their beauty, wit, intelligence, and skill, etc. is not the absence of my own. Because I think sometimes we think that there's only so much of that to go around, and that if they have it, we don't, and if we have it, they don't, and that's not the case. Everyone can be beautiful, smart, funny, that, like, there is no limit to that. You can't, like, I think this is such a huge issue, like, we've talked about this in, like, in our body positivity episode a little bit, like, in terms of appearance, you know, you're like, oh, she looks so good, like, I wish I looked like that, and it's like, you don't have to look like that to look good, and because she looks good does not mean you don't look good, and, like, You can say that to, like, a million different ways that that could apply. So, that concludes today's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, we would love if you could give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And you could also subscribe to um, get notified when we post our episodes every week, every Thursday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Mm -hmm. We really tried to open up in this episode about some of our insecurities that we haven't talked about before. Um, Thank you guys so much for sharing some of your insecurities because those are not fun to talk about. Um, but you guys did it. And look did how much it. easier it is that you opened up about it. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed. If you want to continue this conversation, we will have a post up on our Instagram where you guys can chit-chat in the comments. And if you want to publicly share your insecurity, you know, go for, go it. for it. We'll be supportive. We're a supportive group.
All right. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.